Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging, and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books, and, and we're, we're from Aussie, Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And today we are very, very honoured to have with us the Merrymaker Sisters. Hi, girls. Yay! Hello! We're so excited to be on the Aussie Bloggers Podcast. Look at And we're so excited to have you. Now, <laughs> I remember actually a couple of years ago being at Pro Blogger. And you girls won the, I'm not sure whether you'd call it an award or like a mentorship. Yeah. With with Darren to, is that when you would say that you, that actually was a bit of a defining moment in moving forward or was it even before that? Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about how you yeah. began? Yeah, well, I guess we'll go back to the beginning and where it all began. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess we first started blogging in early 2013, um, and that was just through us discovering a new way of living, a new way of eating, and we just started sharing it on social media. Mm -hmm. And that led us to literally Google how to start a blog. and we just realized we really wanted to do something creative. We were bored in these government jobs, not really that happy, and we knew there was something more to life. So we started doing this, putting stuff on the internet. It was really fun, really cool. And then we went to ProBlogger in 2013. So this was the year before we won that award. And I would say that was a defining moment. The yeah. first blogging conference we went to and the first blogger we met was the keynote speaker, Trey Radcliffe, and we realized, oh my gosh, people make money doing this. Yeah. I mean, he was, he's on a seven figure income. So when we were talking to him at the cafe, we were like, holy moly, like blogging is a whole nother world that we, we really didn't realize what it was, like the extent of blogging. So when we were listening to all the people presenting at ProBlogger, we were like, we looked at each other. I remember thinking and saying to each other, oh, wow, like we could be full-time bloggers. Like this is what we want to do. This is what we're supposed to be doing. So ever since we came back from that event, we had the goal that we wanted to quit our government jobs um, by the end of 2014. And we ended up quitting our full-time government jobs I think July 2014 it was. Yeah, it was just before that 2014 ProBlogger conference. We weren't making much money. We only had, I think, 25,000 unique visitors to our blog at that stage. But we just knew that if we had more time to focus on the blog, that we'd be able to make it grow and we'd be able to turn it into what our vision was for it. So, yeah, when we went to the ProBlogger event and we won that award, that was kind of just, um, I feel like it was the universe telling us, good job, girls, you're going in the right direction, yeah. you're doing the right thing. So, yeah, but that was absolutely amazing and going and spending time with the ProBlogger team was just yeah. the best experience to, like, to learn more. And to kick off our full-time blogging experience. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no better way to be connected with, like, I mean, we spent, like, three hours with Shane Tilly who just knows so much about all the stuff we don't know about. <laughs> open our eyes up to so much and I guess led us to look into things that we weren't looking into as well so yeah that was an awesome opportunity and we're super grateful for that opportunity 
That's a that's an amazing story. Just out of curiosity, what were your government jobs? Yeah, so um, my job, Carla, was a social media advisor. So, like, it's kind of weird to think back to it. Like, I spent a lot of time on Facebook and a lot of time on Twitter. I mean, it was for the government department, so it wasn't very exciting. But I did have the excuse to, you know, research Facebook and research Mm. Twitter. So I always think it was supposed to be part of my journey because it kind of kicked off that obsession with social media and and that real interest in it. And I was also in but I did more like internal events and internal communication. So, you know, writing articles and publishing on the government blog. So, like, they really were... It was really work that we would do now, but just really boring. Yeah, like the content we weren't passionate about. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, You know, I quite often hear the the term, is your your business a business or is it a hobby? And I guess you Mm -hmm. could apply that to blogging, couldn't you? So tell tell us a little bit, because you obviously look upon your blog as a business and yeah. do you have some advice on to how to change that mindset and think of your blog as a business and give some advice to our listeners? Yeah. Well, when we first started blogging, um, the first you know income stream that we made was through sponsored posts, working with like-minded brands and like-minded products. So that really is, you know, that is just blogging. That's just, you know, monetizing from your blog. And then our second way of making income was through eBooks. And again, that's still kind of just blogging and creating a product from your blog. But when we went to ProBlogger and we went to other events like Tropical Think Tank and we, we met all these other people, they all had something different. And what they had was a business and their blog was content marketing their business or their product or their service. So that was the stage where we thought, okay, what is the service we want to offer our audience? What do we want to provide them? And that's kind of the way we switched our mindset. Instead of thinking about, okay, let's just put out all this free content, free content, more, more, more. We kind of were like, okay, well, what are we actually putting content out about? What are we trying to get people to know about? And yes, still add value, still add that free content with no, you know, a motive to get a sale or anything like that, but then mix it up with content that actually links to a product or it links to a service or it gives a little sneak peek of a service and then, oh, click here to find more and opt in to this sort of thing. So I think that was the big mindset switch. Yeah, and I think, like, the difficult thing for a lot of bloggers, including us, is, like, realising that making money from your blog is okay like you're not doing wrong by your audience you're not doing something naughty or bad or dirty with like making money from them so um i think like really looking at it okay i'm selling this service i'm selling this product to make other people's lives better in some form or way and that just makes this whole experience a lot more fun a lot more um, fulfilling as well because you know you know you're doing something good for people, mm. um, and then of course you make your lives happier because you're creating this epic, amazing business and creating a legacy sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, like your audience, if they're gonna buy, like if they buy from you, they want to buy from you. You haven't made them or forced them to do that. So I think we're we're always like, oh, we're so grateful when someone purchases something from us and we get really excited because that means that the relationship there has been real, it's built, been built very strongly and they trust us and they want more from us. And I think, yeah, be excited about the fact that you can give your audience, you know, that next level service, not just your free content on your blog. You're giving them something more, something 
much more exciting. Now you mentioned that um, you make others' lives better, uh, better by your by your products, hmm. and I, for one, can vouch with the recipe <laughs> book. You have definitely oh. made my life a whole lot better. So oh. thank oh. you. And so, how did the recipe book come about? Yeah, yeah wow. wow, that was when did we launch that? Last May, July. Last yeah. Mm. So it was a pretty, I guess, like last year, early 2014. We created this book for Amazon because one of our American friends was like, "Girls, you got to be on Amazon," <laughs> and we were just like, "Oh, we have no idea how to do that." Yeah. Um. So we created this book. He helped us put it on there. Then we're like, "Hang on a minute, we should just totally turn this into a hard copy book." Because um, it was using all the recipes from, well, half the recipes from our website, a few recipes from old ebooks, and a few brand new recipes. Um, and we just thought, let's do it. We don't know how to do it. We haven't been approached by a publisher, but we know you can self publish. Yeah, and we knew that our audience really wanted yeah. a hard copy book because we'd received emails, we'd received comments saying, when's the hard copy book coming and, and all this jazz. And, and that was kind of, you know, validation for the idea that, okay, maybe a hard copy book will work. And you know what? even if it doesn't whatever like let's just give it a try um so yeah we had really no idea how to do it but we put it together we worked with our designer and she it was the first book she'd ever done too so she was learning all about the bleed and the things like that for the printers um yeah we just we printed it at a local printer and we did all the fulfillment and now mum actually does all the fulfillment which is great um and that's how it came about I guess the reason why we wanted to do a book was because it really extends our brand to be able to have a hard copy product within somebody's house within their home that they can flick through that they can hold it's like they take a little bit of Mary home with them and that's really that's really different to just you know scrolling through the internet because they can have it at any stage or they can glance at it and they can just be reminded by us or be reminded by a recipe that they love and I think it's definitely um, just really I guess strengthened our brand and we've been able to connect again more with mm. our audience through that product yeah and it was definitely a huge learning process in that like a lot of stuff actually went wrong when dealing with the printers. So, like, so many lessons that we've just looked at as blessings in disguises, even though they were quite horrible at the time. <laughs> but, like, in the, in the end, it cre- we created this amazing product, which we're really proud of and um, just excited to do it again. Um, and we'll also mention that we actually did pre-sell our book. So, yeah. like, a lot of people don't realise that they can, you know, create a product, pre-sell it to make sure that, yes, I may as well get all these books printed because I know 600 people already want them. So let's get 3000 printed or something like that. So, um, that was a huge lesson we learned at another conference and we just embraced that. And that really helped us. Yeah. That's a, that's absolutely wonderful. Great tips there. And I absolutely, I said to Amanda earlier, um, Hayley Francis, your designer, she's amazing. Oh, I love Hayley. Yeah, she's amazing. Does some amazing work for you girls. So, yeah, she's yeah. kudos to, to Hayley. Um, yeah. um, something I'd love to love to talk to you. You girls are so happy and you are role models for my teenage daughter, which, you know, she absolutely loves you girls. And awesome. you, you've done such a great job in building an engaged, positive community. Is has that something that's come naturally to you or have you had to work at it? Did you put in a strategy? How did that come about? Um, we really started with no strategy at all. Um, we just put ourselves out there. So, like, everything we say, everything we do online is us. 
and people meet us and they'll be like, oh, yeah, you sound exactly like you do online, which is, like, the best compliment I think a blogger can ever receive. Yeah. Um, so, like, we like to be really positive. So that's what we put out. And we truly believe that you put positive out, you're going to get it back. Yeah. So we attract those people. Um, and it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And I guess, like, I probably from sharing, you know, our lessons, because, you know, we weren't always like super duper happy with ourselves and things like that. Like we suffered like a lot of, you know, body image issues through growing up. We were always dieting. We always wanted to be thinner and look different and like finding this way of living, like just alleviated all of that. So we really wanted to share that with other people so they didn't have to go through the same issues that we went through. Like imagine if a teenager could skip all that, shitty time where you're like i just want to be different imagine if they could just start loving themselves from age you know six where they they actually start looking at magazines and seeing that until forever i mean that would just be the best thing ever to not even have to go through any of that and that's kind of what inspired us to share more messages around you know positive thinking like we share positive quotes every day the reason we do that because the positive quotes help us and then the feedback we get from them is that they're helping other people too so we're like okay we'll keep doing that so we really respond to you know good feedback that we get so if someone really likes something we're like all right we'll do more of that um and you know we kind of gauge that and i think that's why the community has become such a positive engaged community because we we like give more of what they love. And then another important thing to do is to engage back with your audience. So if we do get comments, we make sure we respond to as many as we can. And I think our audience absolutely love that, you know, they're actually talking to us. Like we're the people who run our social media. We run the blog. We don't have anybody else doing that. Um, So I think they love, you know, talking to Emma and Carla. I was just going to say, because, I mean, I've I've been looking at, like even your podcast, um, because I've actually listened to a a number of your podcasts with your Mary Biz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what I love about the fact is that when somebody gives a review, you're automatically responding back to them. And so even in your podcast, as well as on Facebook, as well as on social media, I can see that you're making a very definitive effort to acknowledge and then to also commend them for whatever they're doing. And I feel that's one of your wonderful strengths that you, you you don't just do the sharing, but then you take mm. it that step further where you show a personal interest in them, but then you commend them. Because in this day and age, particularly with your age group, being told, wow, you're doing such a great job, just keep going, we're there to be your, your cheer squad, is mm. something that's missing in a lot of aspects of people's lives. Do you agree? Mm. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think like we've, I think we really embrace that like between our relationship as well. Like we'll always like feel like, I'll be like, Oh, good job. And with that blog post and Em will say that back to me. And I think we've always really been like that. We've always encouraged people. I mean, I always remember getting like encouragement awards, like in primary school and stuff like that, of like being the best cheerleader. And I was like, I think that's just how we've grown up. And it's so amazing what a compliment or a little bit of kindness can do to somebody's day. And I think wherever you can show kindness, like why not? Like, like let's share it around and make the world a happier place. Yeah. Especially like in the world of social media, the internet, especially for young people. I mean, there's so much nastiness that goes on Mm. and just crap that it's like, okay, we don't want to have any of that 
in our community. So we're just going to put out good stuff and get that good stuff back. As yeah. Well. And like the reason we do respond to all those comments is because we're like so grateful that somebody has listened to our podcast or yeah. read our blog post. Like it, that's amazing that, you know, that our podcast could inspire somebody to start a blog or it could inspire somebody to eat healthier or make a better decision. Like that's the best feedback. So that's the reason why we want to respond to everybody because we truly are so grateful for that. Now, that leads me on to the next and one of the last questions we're going to ask you today. In every life as a blogger, we all have copious amounts of energy. So have you girls sat down and worked out a strategy plan to be able to pace yourself so that you never, ever tire out? (laughs) (laughs) It's like this is super important for everyone and, um, like, we are the type of people that can just go and go and go and they'll be like, oh, we've yeah but I think we did realize that early on and we listened to that earlier now Mm. so it's like okay we've worked all day let's have a break or I don't feel like working I'm not going to force myself I'm just going to go out for lunch or go for a walk yeah go go to the gym we're big believers in that when you want to do the work or when you're enjoying doing the work that's when you do the best work so if you're like dreading writing a blog post or you're really not loving editing something like leave it and then come back to it and i think like it shines through in the work and like we're most proud of the stuff where we reread it or we re-listen to it when we were actually in a really happy mindset and when we were creating it. Yeah. So I think that's really important. And, yeah, you do hear a lot of stories of people burning out and working too hard in blogging and business. And our motto has always been no burnout ever. Yeah. So we're really big on balance. Like we meditate, we make sure we get active every day, we make sure we're eating really well. And, yeah, when those moments do come about when we're like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling super overwhelmed, we just stop. And I think um, it's really important to remember that, like, we have these huge goals. Like, as bloggers and business people, you set these goals because you need to set goals to, you know, create the thing you want to create. But it's also important to realize that it is all about the journey. And, like, as cliche as it sounds, like, enjoy the journey. Yeah. So that means enjoying those little annoying tasks, enjoying every day. Yeah. And then you just create an epic, amazing life, which is just the best. Yeah, because when you get to the goal, when you reach the amazing goal that you wanted to reach, you're often setting another goal. And you're like, okay, well, I've done that, and now I want to get to here. So you kind of never reach the destination. So, yeah, the journey is the destination. So we try and live that every single day and of course we never live it 100% like we'll find ourselves falling back and being like oh we've got 100 million emails to respond to but we just flip it and we think wow we are so blessed and so we turn that around that's great we um and now you've also got the how to set and smash my goals live my best life and create an epic business the <laughs> hashtag Mary Biz way yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's now you can find that on your website. Yeah, that's over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash biz. So that's kind of where our podcast comes in because it's more business focused and more about creating, you know, an epic life through what you actually do for a living. And it's also, we talk a lot about like finding your bliss or your passion. And like, we honestly believe that like not everyone will want to 
or be able to make that a full-time gig. But we truly believe that if you add that five minutes of bliss and, you know, slowly increase it, you'll become happier happier and healthier. But if you have like this little inkling that you want to make it your full-time job, like it's your purpose sort of thing, we say like you owe it to yourself, you owe it to the world to follow it. And that's that's what we want to do, like offer help, inspiration, put that out into the world um, and just create Merry bits. <laughs> That's great. Look, you've got so much happening. You've got the Smash My Goals. You've got the recipe book. You've got your four-week tra- challenge, which is turning into um, your Merrymaker Club. Yeah. Yeah, you've got um, your website, your podcast. You've got You girls have just got so much happening. How I'm sure you're all over the internet anyway, but how can our listeners get in touch with you? What's the best way? Yeah, well, the best way would just to come on over to the merrymakersisters.com. You'll find all the info about everything over there. Um, we would love you to come and join us at the merrymakersisters.com forward slash subscribe or forward slash biz, depending what you're interested in, if it's recipes or if it's business or both. <laughs> Thank you, girls. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. I could chat to you all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us. Our pleasure. Oh, look, thank you very much, ladies, and just keep up the fantastic, awesome work and make everybody merry about their lives. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.